0: Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Podcast. Katie and I are here today to talk to you about some really fun things. We're going to be talking about personalities, Enneagrams, and a little bit of astrology, more so like zodiac signs and things like that. We want to touch on if we have the ability to actually change our personalities um, and really I think that Enneagrams have become really, really popular in the Christian mm-hmm. community. So we want to touch on that and always taking it back to God's word and asking, what does he say about these things? I think it's really important. Um, we can get caught up. I know when I was in college, I um, I wasn't into astrology, but I was definitely into like the zodiac signs and this is the way I am. And this mm-hmm. is how it's created because I was born at this time. And I think it's so easy really to just come up with excuses sometimes if we don't want to correct behaviors because- We like to blame other people for things a Mm -hmm. lot of times, Um, but thankfully through Christ, he does give us the power of transformation. So today we're going to be tying all of that together, Enneagrams, personalities, astrology, and what the word says about it. So I guess we'll jump in um, and talk about your experience with Enneagrams and yeah, we can kind of just start there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to be a really good conversation because it's been The Enneagram is just like blown up. And I think um, it's been one of those things where sometimes it consumes conversations that I've had with other people. And I'm like, okay, let's take a step back because we have obviously tools and things that individuals who have, you know, amazing, um, just like, you know, psychologists or um, counselors and different people who have these great concepts. But it's like, okay, are we? making the concept our God, or are we just using these as tools in order to, let's say, know how we're wired a little bit better and how can we improve upon that? And where are our weaknesses? And what can we, you know, how can we um, look to God's word to um, really dial in on those weaknesses too? I think that's one area that is great to use these quote personality tests or Enneagrams um, and kind of dig into where maybe um, we we tend to have more of a fleshly um, desire or weakness or Kind of hurdle that we slip up um, every every so often or more more often. So I think it's interesting because you had mentioned being like into zodiac signs and different things in college, and I sort of got into that as well, um, just back in probably like six seven years ago. And I got you know just more so the signs, Um, and then. I really had a conviction about it. I was like, okay, this is strange. They're predicting your future based on the stars. And we had talked a little bit about like the fact that God created the stars. He created planets. He created the sky. And so it's not bad to be using the stars necessarily for like, um, like like you had said in the Bible. Um, the wise men with the star and knowing like yeah. where Jesus was and and that yeah. sort of thing. But are we using them to predict the future? Because that is not biblical, and that's not what God has told us to do. He doesn't say look up to the stars and then figure out your future. Yeah. Um, this is a really good. I like this quote from Billy Graham. He said, "God did not make God did make the stars as well as everything else in the universe, but He intended them to be a witness to His power and glory, not as a means to guide us or foretell the future." And I thought that was super powerful, and like, oh yeah, a good good summation of of uh, how we should be. You know, God's creation is amazing, but it it's not something to be used to be predicting the future. And and so we had touched a little bit. You just took the Enneagram, correct? The test. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I just I, took
0: the Enneagram. I'm a seven.
1: Leading eights. Eight. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny. Yeah. So we wanted to, I wanted to give just a little like personal note on this because I fell into definitely idolizing the Enneagram for a bit of time. So last year I took the Enneagram test and I felt like I was almost Taking it from the perspective of what I thought I should answer based on my occupation, not yeah. who I actually am. Yeah. Which is another reason why these tests and these personality um, things that we can, you know, these evaluations and all these different things, they are not 100% accurate. And sometimes we don't even, I mean, the Bible says we don't even know our own heart. And so I think sometimes we take these tests thinking like, oh, this is who I am, when it's in reality, you're potentially answering the question based on who maybe you want to be or or the pressure that society's placing on you to be a certain way. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different motivations behind why you may or may not answer a question a certain way. Um, But kind of my reason for saying that is because I ended up getting a different answer. So I got a three, which is the performer and like someone who really is driven by success. And I remember, and the reason, I mean, obviously like my occupation with having a public persona and that sort of thing, that makes sense, right? Well, I was really answering the questions based on what I, like my, occupation, not actually my motivation. So digging a little bit deeper, then I came up with an eight, which makes a lot more sense because that tends to be like the challenger and very, I'm very opinionated and I'm not going to like change my opinion based on what someone else says, like, <laughs> I or, you know, in terms of like being swayed by the, by the crowd. Um, but I think, you know, which these can be used as a tool. So it's kind of funny because Lexi, she was like, I got seven wing eight. And I was like, I'm an eight wing seven. So <laughs> <laughs> makes sense why we get along so well. Cause we of yeah. the same attributes, but, um, you know, even just seeing the differences in results that I got based on how I was taking the test. Yes, it's a great tool. Yes, I've learned things from the Enneagram. Yes, I can see what the strengths and weaknesses of an eight are and what the tendencies are. And one of my fears is like being controlled. And, and I'm like, oh yeah, that is true. But um, yeah. it's not a be all end all. And I think based on even just my experience with getting two different results. And then yeah. for a while, I was like looking at my like I was obsessed with like Enneagram three and looking at all these different things like how I'm going to respond to certain situations and okay are we using it as a tool are we becoming are we idolizing it and looking at it as like a be all end all because really God's word I mean digging into what God's word says talks about the renewal of our mind and the transformation of our mind and in Christ we are new and so. Are we using these things as an excuse to act a certain way or using them as kind of a um, just a way to be like, oh, well, this is just the way I am? Or are we actually going back to God's word and using them maybe as a tool to see like, oh, this is how I tend to be. Wired and maybe why I um, am react a certain way in certain situations and why maybe I have some conflict with someone who's a totally opposite te- you know type of personality. Um, yeah, that can be helpful for sure, absolutely. But are we idolizing it to the point where we're looking at the enneagram more than we're looking at God's word? Yeah. No, and
0: and the biggest thing, like I think, what we're trying to express is that, like. It is a good tool to understand maybe yourself more. Um, but we have to make sure that we're never putting trust in anything besides God alone. And if right. we're really trying to hear God speak, we need to just open his word. Um, so in Psalms 32 8, I love this. And it says, The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Um, God already has the plan. He already knows where he's going to guide you in this life. He knows everything that he's going to do for you. Now, our job is to trust and follow. Um, And yeah, it is easy, I think, to get obsessed with, you know, really personality types and things like that when um, kind of touching on when I was in college. And I never knew anything about like zodiac signs. I never knew anything about Enneagram really probably until this last like 12, 18 months um, when I started seeing it a lot. And I was like, what is this thing? Like, you know, um, and I never took a test or anything until like a couple nights ago. And I thought it was really funny because um, when you were talking about getting two different answers, when I was yeah. taking a test, I was thinking, I was like, Well, what if I'm having like a day where I'm feeling more this way versus this way? So I may answer the questions differently. And I think that's going to influence the answer you get back. I think mine was pretty spot on, I will have to say. Um But just like anything, like I'm not going to fit this mold of general personality types. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, yeah, we can become obsessed and we're like, tell me my future. Tell me what Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to do. And really the only time that we're supposed to like, I guess when we're coming with questions of what am I supposed to do with my life? I think that we need to bring those to God because he can show us, these are your strengths. These are your weaknesses, but Mm -hmm. he can use both of those. He can use your strengths and your weaknesses. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Um, and God can make us strong in areas that like, I used to think that, um, I wasn't really good at like public speaking or Mm -hmm. like People. Um, And I was just, I would get nervous because I always care about like what people think about me or how I'm being perceived at, you know, a moment or whatever. Right. And and God has just given me a lot of security in the fact that I am a little bit more of an introvert, but I also know who I am in Christ. So I can come confident in situations um, that I might have been a little nervous in other times um, before, uh, before my relationship. God really grew. So I'm super thankful for that. And I do think that you can, your personality can change because God has the power Mm -hmm. to do anything. God has taken people who were drug addicts, like just say the worst of the worst situations, and he's transformed their lives where they thought of themselves as only a drug addict. But the thing is, when it comes to any of this stuff, Enneagrams, horoscopes, whatever, um, or not horoscopes, but Zodiac signs, um, you are not that thing, you are the child of God. So right. it, even when it comes to race and things like that, when, um, I mean, I guess it's a relevant topic with this day and age. Right? People are like always so, um, I mean, I'm black, so I'll talk about this, about being like black culture, black, 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 black mm-hmm. about everything. And I'm like, no, like I am a child of God. And my skin color happens to be black because that is the way that God made me. Do I think it's bad to have ties into your culture and things like that? No, not at all. God gave us unique culture for reasons. It's beautiful. But I'm not described by the color of my skin, my political stance, my Enneagram, my Zodiac sign, any
1: exactly. exactly. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how I yeah. like to think about it, I guess. <laughs> 100%. Like you said, that was so good. I just like want to give you a round of applause. Uh- <laughs> um, and I think that's so interesting because I didn't even know that about you. I didn't even know that you had this kind of fear or yeah. just out about public speaking, because I've always seen you as just having this confidence and having this, you know, and that's truly from the Lord. I yeah. mean, we can have these, these weaknesses that can actually become strengths. Yeah. Um, I mean, a, personal example for me is just my struggle with, um, with nutrition and like Mm -hmm. never being able to stick to anything for longer than like two weeks. And now I'm a nutrition and fitness coach. I mean, it's like, what the heck? Um, you know, and so it's just like you said too, depending on how you feel on a certain day, how you may answer these questions. Well, God, Created us like so, it's like based on our perception. And mm-hmm. as you said, God created us for a purpose, and He created us so unique and individual. And yes, we all have different gifts, we all have different talents, we all have different abilities, um, but our perception of ourselves may change each day. So it's like, what are, are we going to this test to tell us what we should do? Are we going to God's word and praying and asking him, what is your will for my life? Um, And I think it's really important to also know that we're all unique and we're all different. And so the way that I function is going to be different than the way that you function in terms of using our gifts and our abilities for God. And the way that someone else whatever they may be doing, just because I'm doing something a certain way doesn't mean someone else should be. And I think that comes down to judgment as well and judging other people, like judging their motivations or judging their actions and saying like, oh, well, they should be doing it this way. Um, Where in reality, it's like, no, God created us unique and individual. And I think Romans 12 summarizes this really well. In verse four, just talking about kind of comparing the body of Christ to a physical body and saying, like, we all have many members and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Like, God gifted us with these different gift, gifts, abilities, talent. Like, think about the, the difference between each human and how unique we are and how we're all given these unique gifts to be complement each other as the body of Christ. Because yeah. praise God, not everyone's like me. I mean, gosh. <laughs>
0: yeah. That would be the most dysfunctional body of Christ ever. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. Like, I remember thinking, seeing people growing up in the church, and they had just different gifts than me. Um, Yeah. Uh, and I, and not necessarily like I was jealous, but I, at the time, especially in high school, didn't really know what my spiritual gifts were. And, um, I, I would be jealous for other people's spiritual gifts in a sense. Mm-hmm. I think mostly because I just didn't know what mine were. And I think that's like, if you, I feel like if you're digging into all of this kind of stuff that we've been chatting on, I feel like you should really pay attention to the gifts, the spiritual gifts that God is giving you. And then ask him, if you don't know, ask him, show me what are my gifts? Where do you want to use me? I think we don't spend like enough time doing those things, but we'll take, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. So I'm putting myself in this boat. We'll take, you know, personality tests or this test or whatever, like, you know, what kind of fruit am I <laughs> like, or something right. like that. but we don't <laughs> know what our spiritual gifts are and we all have them, you know? Yeah. So- I think that's really important just to kind of touch on that God does want to use your gifts and we are so unique. And, you know, Katie, you have gifts that I'll never have. You're good with numbers and I'll never be good Mm -hmm. with numbers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) um, You know, just different things like that. But also, um, we did want to touch on a little bit of because we chatted before this and. For me growing up in the church, I guess, sorry, I have like a little, I guess I want to talk a little bit more about, um, is are Enneagrams Christian versions Mm -hmm. of astrology because the way that I've perceived them, they are, um, I follow a lot of pages that are like all about it. I know a lot of Christians talk about it on their podcasts and things like that, but I just want to know, like, why is this one okay And then Mm -hmm. astrology is bad. Is it because there's horoscopes and people think that they can read their future and then Enneagrams aren't that way. So I kind of want to know, like what is your opinion on the difference of both? I think it would be kind of fun to.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the, where it gets with anything, with anything, it's like, okay, are we looking to this before we're going to God? And I think that there is, like any sort of tool that we have um, in our life as far as like personality tests or, um, you know, I mean, whatever it may be. I mean, our jobs, our occupation, like, are we worshiping that? Or are we worshiping the Lord? And yeah. there is a difference for sure between just simply using like a personality test or an Enneagram to discover, okay, how am I wired? Am I an introvert? Am I an extrovert? Like, do I need more alone time? Like that can yeah. help individuals, actually thrive better as a child of God, like knowing, okay, I'm an introvert. I need more alone time Mm -hmm. Um, that will help me recharge. And like, we've talked about, like, we're both kind of similar in that regard where when I take a test, it always tells me I'm an extrovert, but I know that (laughs) like, it's just crazy, but I know that I need alone time to recharge. So if I just went by that test, I might be just planning all kinds of things and always be, you know, burned out. Um I know for myself like I can only plan a certain number of things like I'm I just I've learned over the years or else then I just get exhausted and then I'm worthless the next day. So it's <laughs> So just knowing how I recharge and it's not with groups of people, it's by myself. But yet if I took that test, it would always tell me I'm an extrovert because I love being around people. That doesn't mean my energy. So I think sometimes these tests can kind of shift our perspective of like, oh, so then I need to be around a bunch of people to get my energy. And it's like, no, just because a test tells you you're an extrovert doesn't necessarily mean that you're like a Full blown, you need to be around people to get your energy. Yeah. And I think there is a difference between knowing your personality 100% and then astrology and um, zodiacs and telling your future. And, but the thing is, I've seen some accounts with the Enneagram where it's like, here, this is it, this is what you're going to do, or this is what yeah. you, you know, almost like fortune telling. So it's like, Okay, let's take a step back. Are we are we using these to evaluate maybe how God made us, how we're wired, or are we actually taking a step further where we're worshiping that and looking to the Enneagram to how I'm going to react in a certain situation or how things are going to play out for me in my life? Because I've seen some pretty interesting things on some of these accounts where it's like, Enneagram 8, this is, you're going to be blah, 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 blah. And you're going to have this occupation and this, you know, and it's like, okay, Are we taking a tool and then starting to almost turn it into another horoscope? Or are we actually just looking at it for what it is and utilizing it as the tool that it is and saying like, oh yeah, that is interesting. I tend to struggle with that. So I need to work on, you know, this aspect of my personality or this aspect of how I tend to be and taking that before the feet of, of the Lord, you know, like okay, God, this is where I struggle. Help me improve upon this. Like change, transform my mind, renew my mind every single day. Like I need to be going to God with this, not just going to some Enneagram and, you know, thinking that it's going to predict my future and how I'm going to relate with people and all these types of things. Like, because nothing's perfect either. Only God is perfect. So that's, those are my thoughts. Like, I think there's a big difference Yes, for sure between like, okay, Reading your horoscope, predicting your future, and then just looking at a personality test and how you're wired, hundred percent. But I think where it can become a little bit tricky and a little bit dangerous is when we are looking to the enneagram for the answer to everything. Yeah. Where that's kind of the same thing of what I used to do with a astro- you know, with yeah. astrology and everything, and we are almost like, oh, that's bad, but the enneagram is totally fine. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's it's fine, but. It's not fine if we're looking at it to predict our future and predict all our interactions, and yes. you know, worshiping the enneagram itself. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, definitely. And I, and I, I listened to, or not listened to. Um, I watched a couple YouTube clips, and then I sent you one. And it was funny because when I typed in "What does the Bible say about astrology," um, uh, the pastor of Watermark actually popped up because he had a little clip. Um, I'll send it to you after this. Um, but it was yeah. cool. Because he said, he was talking about, he's like, well, you know, science is from God um, and God talks about the stars, God created the stars. So if anything, if we're worshiping, we should be thanking God for the stars that he has given us. Um, And I think a lot of the times what happens, especially in more of the secular, like Mm -hmm. astrology realm, is that we take the creator out of the creation and then we start worshiping the creation versus the creator. And like yeah. like you said, God didn't give us the ability to tell our future, but he does give us, I guess, guidance um, mm-hmm. because it's in the Bible. Like if we do the things that God says, he says that we will be rewarded, maybe not here on earth, but definitely in heaven. If we live a life that is devoted to him, we know that we will struggle, but we will also um, be blessed by him eventually, maybe yeah. not in this lifetime. Um, and I, it was funny cause I was like, okay, well, were there fortune tellers in the Bible and what kind of aspect did they play? Um, cause obviously we've been charting the stars and reading the stars for forever. So this is not a new concept at all. Um, and there was a story of, um, a lady in, uh, let's see, it was in Acts 16, 16 through 19. And I believe, let's see, it was Luke who wrote Acts, right?
1: um i'm always really bad oh my gosh i'm blanking i don't know
0: Okay, I I want (gasps) to see. Let me see. (laughs) Hold on, let me Google it. Um, But anyways, basically in that verse, it was talking about yeah, it was Um, Luke and some followers were traveling and they ran into um, a slave girl and she had the um, ability to tell the future and she earned money from doing this and so what ended up happening is that um, the uh, Luke and his I guess maybe he was with disciples I don't know who he was with um, they casted a demon out of her. Mm -hmm. And so what ended up being is that what we may sometimes think as something innocent and good, we can start Mm -hmm. playing with spirits that God never intended. And we chatted a little bit about like Ouija boards and Mm -hmm. um, poem readings and things like that. And that's where those things can start getting messy because those aren't from the Lord. And you really have to pay attention when you're filled with the spirit, you won't be able to um, to like demons can't be, you can't be demon possessed when you're filled by the spirit. God promises us that. But when we do start dabbling in this other realm, um, essentially we're rejecting God and now we're opening our spirit to these spirits that are not of God, which are of the devil. Um, so I think it's just really important to be careful, um, just in that realm, and God didn't want us to know everything about our future um right. that's why you also have to be careful with people who may um in the Christian realm maybe be speaking prophetic words into your life that may not actually be coming from God. yeah, I think that that is like really, really important to um yeah to just think about
1: yes absolutely um it's it's very. It's very important that we're just mindful of that and that not everyone who says, I have a word for yeah. your life and God told me this about your life is going to be from God yeah, yeah. <laughs> and accurate. Um, and there is such a thing as individuals who are really following spirits that are from the devil, not from the Lord, and so yes, they may be able to predict certain things um, or tell you, you know, certain things about your life or whatever it may be. But that is not necessarily from God, right. um, and it, it and it absolutely is not if you're going to some sort of palm reading or yes. um, you know future telling or whatever it may be. Um, and so it's important to remember that there are other spirits in this world that are not something that we want to be entertaining at all. Yeah. Um, Because there is such a thing as demon possession and spirits being within, you know, our house or within, Mm -hmm. you know, if we're, if we're not Christian um, spirits, you know, being possessed within us. So it's just important that we keep that in mind that we're not quick to entertain things that are not from God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, very clearly in the Bible um, tells us not to worship the stars and the moon. And, you know, you think about a lot of what we see in society is, you know, these like fortune tellers who, you know, the, the I mean, there's people... Out there who are worshiping all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but a very common one is, you know, the moon and the stars, and then yeah. you know, worshipping the earth and the this and the that. And God very clearly tells us not to do that. Yeah. So it's important just to be mindful. And, you know, we're not trying to like scare everyone, like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah, <laughs> um, like, you know, freak you out or anything like that. Just be mindful and and yeah. pray and um And go to God's word not to be so quick to go to these other sources that um, are not from him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think like that there's anything wrong with the Enneagrams um, or anything like that. These personality tests are great. Um, And I know you wrote down Myers-Briggs and I did take it in college. I do not remember what I got on it. And I would be curious to take it again to see if it's shifted. Yeah since I've been in college because in college I was a major extrovert. I was friends with everyone, I knew everyone on my floor. I knew everyone on all the other floors in the dorms. Like I just, I, that's just the way that I was. Whereas now I'm like, no.
1: <laughs> so yeah.
0: I'd be really interesting yeah. because Myers-Briggs actually um, which was formed by um, a bunch of psychologists and they, it is very, very accurate um, because, mm-hmm. and that test is forever long too. It, it's not like, I a, know. let me take a little personality test. Like it, it has right. been really deep. And then it also, um, it's, has questions to help with um, inconsistencies within your answers, um, mm-hmm. which is really important um, because, yeah, like based off of how I feel about myself, I may be projecting something that actually isn't so. Um, so I think that's like really important. But outside of that, I mean, I don't think that these things are bad. That's definitely like Katie was saying. We're not trying to scare anyone. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, when it comes to like the zodiac signs, I am, I know that I'm a Virgo. So I mm-hmm. laugh because I am very, very much so one. Mm. And I follow some pages because I think it's hilarious, like the memes yeah. that are like, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's yes. just like, my personality. Um, yeah, I don't like I, I don't agree with a hundred percent of things, and I don't think that I'm like, you know, no. just I can't change anything. I mean, there's a lot of things that God has changed in me, especially okay. over just this last year, I would say, oh, yes. like 12 to 18 months that things that like, this is just the way that I am. Like I'm always going to be stressed and I'm always going to be type A and I'm, all you know, and God has really freed me from a lot of these things, but it's also a daily surrender. And, Mm -hmm. um, and you know, we're always talking about God's transformative powers because it's true and it's real. And I've seen not just in myself, but people around me that you think that you know, God can't help them. Like right. no, I mean, totally kidding. Right. But yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, God has really turned around lives of my friends, um, that I just never thought. I just thought that this would is yeah. the way that they are and like I can continue to pray for them, but they're lost. And God has done, you know, a full 180 in people's lives. And um I know that just yeah, just from experience from people around me. And, you know, God is the creator of all these things. So we always have to turn our worship back to him Um, and thanking him just for the ability to even just at night to go out and look at the stars and just be like, Mm -hmm. Oh God, like you thought, Hmm, let me make these just for, you know, humans to enjoy. Um, Another thing that's interesting to me, which is a little off topic, but how, Women's cycles are synced with the moon. Like mm-hmm. you know, God is so perfect and so intricate. So yeah. to take Him out of it, to me, just doesn't make any sense. Mm. Like I'm like, no one could have created this. This isn't like just an yeah. explosion that happened in space, and this is all by accident. Like mm. this is so. Look at the intric- intricacy of just you know, the human brain alone, like we can't even take the yeah. whole body. Let's just take a little part, you know? And, yeah. and then you're telling yeah. me that like, you don't believe that God created the universe and mm-hmm. yeah, the, everything. Like you, you can't convince me that God didn't make all these things so perfect and so divine. Like, it's just, I'm sorry,
1: you can't like no. around, like, just go outside. <laughs> like oh, you know? yeah. so precious, oh, yeah. all of it. I mean, even something as simple as our conversation right now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean, think about like the complexity behind that. Like I am a living, breathing human. You are too. We're talking to each other. We're having a conversation. We have souls. Like it's just the concept of it. I mean, it's mind blowing. There's no way that it could be an accident. I mean, when you look at, I've heard this said before and it makes so much sense. Like when you look at an iPhone, do you just say, oh, that's random? well yeah. <laughs> the human body is yeah. more complex than an iphone yeah. and the world is more complex than an iphone an iphone doesn't just appear out of nothing neither yeah. do humans and honestly i i just want to make a plug for the creation museum so this past weekend i went to the creation it's a museum in kentucky and i went with jake my boyfriend and then a couple of friends and a group that we know through some different ministry things and um we to be honest, it was incredible. Um, I'm not like a huge museum person. <laughs> I love museums. Okay. I am not sure what it is. I can't take in that much information all at once, like reading. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. I kind of zone out and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is too much. But I will say one part of it talked about the stars and the planets and the moon and like the size of the galaxy and the size of yeah. the Milky Way. And I literally was like, what the, what the heck, how is this all happening? Like, how is this in, how are we in orbit? I mean, it's just, I'm still wrestling with that thought, like yeah. in terms of wrestling, just like trying to wrap my brain around it. And yeah. I'm like, how incredible our solar system our our just our earth and the life and, animals and vegetation and how, you know, like oxygen, CO2, like all these different things and how we're all so unique and, and, um, individual too, and how God created us, created us in his image. It's just mind blowing. Like you just need to take a, you know, kind of as a, like a takeaway to do for our listeners, like take a moment and just think about how, unique and and complex you are as an individual and your strengths and, um, how your gifts and, and really think about like, how did God gift you look through the Bible at spiritual gifts and, and really do a, do a deep dive in that and think like, how can God use you and your gifts and abilities and talents and, um, your relationships you have with other people for his glory and to bring others to Christ. And like, it's amazing when you just take a, take a moment and think about, um, the fact that we are breathing right now. I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah,
0: it really is. And something too is like Christians or Christians. Humans know a <laughs> lot. <laughs> um Humans know a lot, but like, there's so much we still don't know. Like we're yeah. still trying to the concept of this earth being here right. and how it's I know. in this little bubble. I mean, maybe you're a flat earth person, I don't know. But <laughs> you know, um, but it's just crazy just to think about and there's still so much we don't know, and like that is how amazing yeah. God is. He's like, yeah. I'm giving you a lot and your brain can't even handle the amount that I'm giving you, but there's so much more. And then when we get to heaven we get to have these discussions and these questions and we get to talk to God about these things, and I think that's gonna be so cool. Like I, oh, I think yeah. Just trying to, just having the ability to be able to talk to the creator of the universe is amazing because we actually do have that now. But just to have, like, um, I guess more so, I always think about actually seeing God and how that will be like being in his presence and how we're going to even be able to comprehend that. And our carnate mind and body can't right now on earth, but when we get to heaven, we actually get to share that with God. And I think that's going to be amazing.
1: It's amazing. It truly is just, it bleeds me in awe, like when you think about that, for sure. So we hope that this episode was encouraging and insightful. And uh, we always appreciate your reviews, five-star reviews on um, any, plat. well, on iTunes specifically. And that just helps us get to more people. And um, we appreciate your kind comments. Gosh, recently we've had some really awesome, um, really sweet messages and comments about uh, this podcast. So we appreciate all of you tremendously. And if you haven't yet, be sure to listen to our last two episodes where we chatted with Dom, Lexi's brother, and my boyfriend Jake on Christian dating from a male perspective. So that was a really good one. Love that conversation. Yeah,
0: that was great. Awesome, guys. We will see you in a couple weeks for another show. Bye.
1: Bye.